Welcome, everybody, inmates and new guests. Welcome to Heroes Asylum Midnight Movie Review. And that's right, folks. You heard it right. We're going to be doing the only real Transformers movie out there. Is that not right, Kane? The only weird one that exists to me exactly. and you is this movie. The yeah. other ones are are nothing but an albatross and abominations. Sad, sad comparisons. Except maybe the Bumblebee it's, movie was was probably about as close as we we got. Yeah, that I, actually, I, I would dare to say that I would just watch this one and the Bumblebee movie. And that's it. Would you dare? That's to be the stupid? only Transformers movie that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw a soundtrack reference in there. I know. <laughs> so, true. folks, welcome again, like I was saying, to Heroes of Asylum. I like that soundtrack. <laughs> that is a, this is a great soundtrack. Oh, I actually have this on my awesome. I have this on my phone, actually. I think I still have this soundtrack somewhere. I think it's part of my workout mix. Maybe that's why I'm getting looked at at the gym very oddly sometimes. What the hell is this dude <laughs> freaking working out to the Transformers freaking 1986 soundtrack? Dude. Oh yeah, but no, yeah, this was uh, this was a, a a interesting movie for uh, for us as a uh, as a generation. We all have had our every generation has had its 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 sad moments and, and heart ripping moments for children to live through. My mom had Bambi and Old Yeller. Uh, we had uh, this movie. Um, we also had uh, the Never Ending Story with a. Uh, uh, what's it? Oh, our, our tracks. I mean, the, the great, rip, uh, yeah. our, tra- eight, our tracks, man. Yeah, oh. Our tracks, and, and yeah. So, and you know, oh. my, my my son, you know, in his generation, had had the uh, the the land before time, and watching uh, little feet's mom die. So, we all have had these, but this is ours. So, for you '80s, I won't call you '80s babies, but you you children of the '80s that grew up with the original G1 Transformers, we're going to be knocking this one out. Transformers, the movie, 1980, the only movie. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's um, brings back a lot, a lot, a lot of memories. Oh, we'll yeah. Probably, we'll probably be hearing some of those memories during these watch-alongs. Pro- probably. Well, now, did, did, now, were you like me? Did you actually go to, to the theaters and see this? Yes. You did? Okay. I went to the theaters. Yep. First weekend it came out, begged my father to go. My little brother came with us. And, um, you know, I don't think you've ever seen a bunch of a gigantic theater full of maybe about 150 people full of tears. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot of people t- full of tears, a lot of kids full of tears. I was full of tears. Parents like trying to console their kids, like it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be okay. I, like- I went by myself um, to actually the Interstate Six, which for any of those in in the Central Florida area, I think is now the uh, Picture Show here in Altamont Springs, uh, the the dollar f- dollar movie theater nowadays. But that used to be the movie theater to go to. That that was the place we would go see Rocky Horror Picture Show. I saw Pet Cemetery there. I saw a lot of great movies there. And that when uh, we moved from one area to here, that that became my theater. And I think this was probably one of the first movies I saw once I got into this area. Interesting. Yeah, and, and it was yeah, it was it was a part of your growth, Mister Jones. Part of your growth. Yes, as yes. is mine. So, so guys, we are going to go ahead and get this. Uh, this one was a little trickier one. I, I just happen to have this one in my database. I don't think this is on any streaming service. Uh, you may have to find something out there and and uh, in, yeah, the, in, in the interweb. Uh, check out Netflix and not Netflix, but a Netflix. Are you trying to sell them another website, an illegal website, Mister? No, sir. I just said check out there the uh, internet. Okay. The inter- interweb is out there. You will find this, and we're going to go ahead and start this movie off. Uh, it is a shorter movie than normal, but you know what? It packs a punch. It doesn't need to be any longer. Um, truly a, 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 a perfect movie in my, in my mindset about the story, the characters and where it takes you. So we're going to go ahead and get this fired up. Uh, do you, are you, are you brought up yet? Yep. 
I'm All ready right. to go. Why don't you give us a, a countdown, a three, two, one, then roll out Autobots. Okay, inmates, here we go. In three, two, one, roll out. There we go. Deg. Deg. Is Deg still around? No. Actually, the copy I have literally has that little hairline thing that used to come in front of him. I love. Is it Marvel production, huh? Uh, well, they were the Marvel for Marvel cartoon for comic books. Now, I got to say, this is one of the best openings. Yes. For a movie. Like, just the the ambiance, the, the music right now. You don't know what's going on, right? I mean, you've heard in the trailers that there's somebody named Unicron, but you don't know who he is. And then you hear that music. And then you hear this gigantic plant just moving. Yeah, I mean, right now, if if you walked into this theater and you didn't know anything, it's it's just a blank start. You just don't know what's happening. Yeah. Just this is what it. I think the, the live action version has failed to capture is just this, this like the Transformers are their own people, their own living things. They're not what they you know the appearance they they, they like the Michael Bay crap. It's not always yeah. explosions. Well, this wasn't really even a, a Transformers. This isn't a Transformer world. This is just robots, you know. Another, yeah, I mean, another I'm, I'm robot. Saying, yeah. But they're their own people. They're their own species. Like, they do stuff. They walk around. They have, you know, relationships and stuff. And just some of the, the, the just the, the sharpness in the, in, the, in the drawings were amazing. Oh, this line drawing is amazing, yes. Especially coming from, you know, coming from the, the TV show. To, to me, this was, you know, just artwork compared to what, what we saw on the TV oh, show. Yeah, yeah. You can tell they spent a little bit of dough for this. Now, the one thing about Unicron is his backstory was never really mentioned in this movie. It was mentioned on later on if you ever got a chance to watch Star, uh, Star Wars. I'm sorry. Transformers Armada. The, a lot of backstory to Unicron. Yeah, there was yeah, because you, and you have that backstory. You also have the backstory that they they delved into on um, in the comic books as well. Yes. So, but they they like opened that. up his world and opened and explained somewhat of the uh, of the of the drive for him. But again, at this moment, you it's just an entity, a faceless. Yeah, you don't you don't know what entity. it is. Yeah, you just it's just driving, just it's just powering through anything right now. And sometimes that faceless, nameless bee, beast following and, and stalking people is sometimes the best best villain, you know? Mm-hmm. The original Halloween. The shape. Yeah, yeah the stop, even Jaws, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yep. Ah. Uh, uh, bumps. I don't know, like, I know there was a ton of artists who got on this soundtrack, but to me... It just speaks 80s. Every oh, yeah, single song. Like, if you wanted a soundtrack to the 80s, you know, people would say, which one would you include? You know, I wouldn't do Top Gun. I wouldn't do any of the Iron Eagles. I would do this. This is the 80s right here. Well, you really look at it. They, they were, everybody on here was either somebody or they showed up in every one of those soundtracks, every one of those soundtracks you've already mentioned. In some shape or form, either they wrote a song or they were an artist of a band that was on it, and they were always like the, the B side, you know, for for those. Yeah, for they, those they, they, they were always like, they were like the studio musicians, but now they got a chance to shine, and to me, they shine really bright. 
Because you got to think of what you had, what, uh, Weird Al Yankovic on this, uh, Don Bush also. Or, no, Stan Bush. Stan Bush, yeah. What the hell was I thinking John Bush for? You're thinking on Anthrax. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, if John Bush was doing the soundtrack for this, it'd be a little bit different. right folks 2005 that's so we are uh <laughs> we are 13 or 14 years past that time so <laughs> another another cartoon that lied to us damn jetsons bastards now this um this movie takes place 10 years i believe after the original og series yes yeah 10 years. and i i like how quickly the narrator says what's what what's happened in those 10 years just a little quick summary. Hey, this is what, what's been going on. You know, it's funny. When I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, my God. I, you know, th- th- people are dying. Why? You know, these, this guy's dying. This guy's dying. And when I found out originally why the original OG Transformers were dying, it just pissed me off. Yeah. It's- I don't know about you, but it just pisses me off that this was premeditated. Yeah, yeah, they just wanted to roll out the new toy line, basically. All of it. That's it. Yeah, all on name to sell toys. Yeah, and if if anybody wants anything anything soulless and uh, despicable, <laughs> look at a, a toy line uh, president. <laughs> that's that's it. You know what's funny? This movie actually influenced. I don't know if you remember the GI Joe movie that came out. I guess about a year or two years after. No, we, actually, it was in the middle of being made. What was the middle of this? Okay, it was in the middle of being made. And the G.I. Joe movie basically had almost the same premise. Like they were going to kill off all the old, bring in the new. But apparently due to the backlash of this movie, they changed some things. Like the uh, the fate of Duke. Yeah. He, he was supposed to die. And well, as you all know, in the original movie, he was just stabbed with some snake spear. And Well, actually, that, that's how he died. They They were so far into production, they couldn't change it. So they had to overdub it that he was just in a coma like they and they had to write right in or, co- or draw in the last scene where he wakes up from the coma and he's sitting in the hospital that was a last minute drawing but the rest of it that was that was him dying when he got he got hit by a, he got hit by one of Sepentor's snake spears and yeah so they were like oh they already they already did the did the audio and did the did the uh, you know drawing and everything and, and impressed it out and they're like well we can't release that now But Prime, and I will tell you, there were a lot of great character actors on here, and this is the one, one thing I think the Transformers and Michael Bay should have looked at. There was nothing offensive about this. Yeah, they, there were certain types of voices, but there wasn't like what was it a mudflap? You remember what was it mudflap? The the, the, uh, the two uh, the two Jamaican guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, just uh, yeah, just not. Uh, <laughs> You know what, what kind of kills me with this scene right here is throughout the entire series, nobody died, right? Yep. Like when, whenever like Megatron would turn into the gun, he always missed, yeah. right? Now all of a sudden in the movie, he's accurate and, and one shot kills everybody, which it should be because he's Megatron. Yeah, that's that scene right there. 
dead. When Prowler just when Prowler dies, I'm like, oh my god, what just what did I just see? That didn't even soften the blow to what was coming. You think you figured this this scene right here would soften the blow? Yeah, wasn't it? It was almost too easy. <laughs> it basically was. And the original script that was penned, they uh, they actually originally had more debts than the originals. You didn't know that. Look at that. They're in pieces. That's horrifying, especially to me. Like, oh, my God. Look at that. He freaking kills freaking uh, Ironhide. And here's why, so we can introduce the new group. Which I'm okay with. I mean, I I wish they would have kept him around, but yeah, you know, I do I do like the new you know the new Autobots. I was a, a huge fan. Actually, the the one of the two two toys I still own from the Transformers series from when I was a kid is Hot Rod and actually Rodimus Prime. True story. Um, my my younger brother Christian, his favorite Transformer is Rodimus Prime. And I always thought that was kind of odd. But then years later, during a drunken stupor, he actually explained to me why. And he was like, you know, Kane, listen, you know, if you think about it, think what he had to live up to. He had to replace Optimus Prime. All right? And and, and there's a great scene, which I forget which episode it is. I believe it's the episode where Prime comes back, where you see Rodimus, and he's speaking to the Optimus uh, statue. Yep. And just saying, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not as good as you. I'll never be as good as you. But, you know, I have to do what I have to do. And it's just like stuff like that that made him a real character. And after thinking about it, like, he's bright. You know, he's a great character. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he was the, the, the teen angst, uh, you know, kind of story of I, I'm I'm here. I'm trying to do my best and I'm forced into into living bigger than I should be. You know, people are people are looking up to me, and I've got no answers. And it's a, it's a very common story. You you can you'll see yeah, in a lot of but 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 it done right. It's a great storyline too, because uh, the the unwilling hero who doesn't want to be the hero, but in the end has to become it. It's it, it's some of the best stories you can ever find. I do like the design of Hot Rod though. God, the soundtrack is so good. <laughs> I've had Ben many times for this song, Dare. I like the fact that he is one of the few Autobots that is like constantly armed. Yes. You know, all the other, it's like you have you, the, the, the jets from the Decepticons, they always had a blaster on their side. Obviously, uh, Megatron did, but Autobot wise, it really didn't. The, the few that might have was uh, like Perceptor, but he was. He was a doctor, so I <laughs> was like, that didn't work. Now, this Autobot City that they're in, yeah. is, this Met- is this Metroplex or it's no. some just random? Okay. Yeah, yeah, this was not Metroplex. That was uh, There was supposed to be a scene in here, I believe, with Metroplex, but it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. So this is just Autobot City. That's why they have to go to transform it. Okay. And if for your listeners who don't know what Metroplex is, he's a transforming city, the Autobot. So I think the I think the biggest one actually that they had in their toy line in their toy line. Yeah. Uh him and Omega Supreme, I believe. 
God, we're geeks. <laughs> <laughs> we can still name them after all these years. Now, Cup is supposed to be, I guess, the um, the mentor figure, I guess, yeah. to Hot Rod. Yeah, he's the- like an old friend of Prime, and he's been to the wars and stuff. You can yeah, I, I think he is taking the place of what Ironhide was. Ironhide yeah, yeah. was the old Grizzled I, War I, vet. But I tell you what, I, I like Cup better. I do. I think he's just... He just adds something. I, I've always been fans of that old grizzled guy who's been around for a while. He just tells the stories and stuff. Probably explains my love of bars, especially dive bars. Not a big fan of Blur. I liked him. He he was fun. He did his job. I, you know? I did. I thought it was kind of annoying. And here we are, folks. Yes, a female transformer, done That's properly. Right. She's not never in danger. She's not being rescued. Guess she's, what? She's her own character. And they didn't make a big production about it and, and change it. Oh, another it was, no, it was no big deal. It was never mentioned. It wasn't highlighted in the trailers. She was just there. And guess what? She's a strong character too. Yeah, she was one of the one of the few things that he had to fight to keep um, to the um, Ron Friedman, the, the writer. He had to fight for to keep her in yeah. there, and he also had to keep to uh, fight uh, Daniel and uh, Spike. The the the, uh, the Hasbro VPs wanted didn't want them in there either. Well, I'm like that. That's that was what tied you to the show and to being you know the for us as watchers. See, at this point, I thought Metroplex was coming out. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, Metroplex. Is he- like, okay, here we go. And then it was like, oh, just yep. getting armored up. Okay. Now, do you remember the Decepticon transforming city? Vaguely. Is that Triceratops or Tri... tri- you're, you're close. Very close. Like Triceracon or something like that, I think. Tripticon. Tripticon, Tripticon. He was a gigantic. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite characters, honestly. I group of uh, they, they, were, they were pre, yeah, they were pre combiners because they were like right at the, that cusp. But I just, I just loved them. They're just their back and forth. They were, they were very. I know they were the the answer to the Autobot or to the Dinobots, but they, I thought they were, they were more fun than the Dinobots because really the yeah, Dinobots they, they all you had was. Uh, ogres and desserts. well, the only one you really had in Dinobots was Grimlock, and he's the only one that had character. The other ones just were there, but the Insecticons were more fun. And this has the who's who of voice actors through the '80s, by the way, folks. I mean, this everybody is in this. How are you taking a pounding from six Decepticons? Just, just saying. <laughs> I think this was the introduction of Ratbat. Yes, yes. Uh, Rampage is the other one. No, that's fr- that's Frenzy, right? Frenzy, yeah, is Frenzy, the purple Frenzy, one? yeah, Frenzy, uh, Rampage.
It's like when they did the movies, the live action ones, they were almost afraid to do any of these. Yeah, it, it's oh, it's too corny. I'm like, no, it's not corny. It's what we, if you it's do what it we right, walked in I mean, expect. That's what we were expecting. There, here are the yeah, here are the new ones. We've okay, we released the old ones. Now the new ones. Uh, hey, yes, yeah, these are going to be on sale next week. <laughs> I think it's one of the reasons that Soundwave didn't die. I don't know, Soundwave was one of my favorite ones. Yeah, because he just did his job. He was silent but deadly. That's why. That's the one thing I will say about Bay's movie is that his, their take on Soundwave was a little bit better. I liked it. Yeah, but he was... <sighs> he was more of a Which, mix are you, of... Are you talking about Bumblebee when he was in Bumblebee, or are you talking about the... When he was, he was a satellite? Well, when he or was you satellite, about, yeah, the satellite. I liked her. Okay, when he was anyway. satellite, he was cool. Yeah, for that instance, that was kind of cool. Oh, two more dead. That's right, folks. Just go into your toy box, throw them out. Ask mommy and daddy for a new one. <laughs> That's basically what Hasbro is telling you. Take all the old toys that you spent millions of, or millions, well, hundreds of dollars on, and get new ones. Well, well, why are they out of breath? Yeah, they're robots. <laughs> that was kind of strange. Oh, and Michael Bay, please take notes. This is what Devastator looks like. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't see swinging balls anywhere. Oh. I like that modulation on his voice, though. You know what? What I was trying to do um, when the new movies got released, I wanted to collect the uh, the new Transformer toys from the movie lines. But after I saw them and how, how they just like they were so complicated, yeah, to transform, I was like, no, because I, I bought a small one at first. I'm like, ah, eh, let's see how it is. It took me almost 15 minutes to transform. No, that's no. that's because you were over 30, dude. That you have you have to realize you lose that part of your brain when you hit 30. This yeah, but no, but I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about maybe 12 year olds will have problems doing it. It was just way too. That's complicated. why you have to test it and give it to a 12 year old and see. I'm telling you, after you no, after we hit you, 30, year old will have no. It's not because of the age, sir. <laughs> it was because of the actual toy make. My parents had trouble using the transformer, so I, I always assumed uh, it was them that because of their age. <laughs> they didn't have Transformers during their time. Jesus. I've always liked the Dinobots. I mean, they're not quite as fun as the, Inceptic- the, Insect- the Insecticons, but I just like because they were simple, stupid, and destructive. Oh yeah, he just he yeah. just gave him the karate. Kick. <laughs> yes, he did. Jesus, <laughs> jeez, the ain't fucking around today, man. That was nice. A little backbreaker action there, but I like the fact that the only pr- people that could actually stand up the Devastator is four Dinobots. Well, no, because you you had your you had your uh, your aerial bots. Oh, there it is. Oh God. When I heard that song, I was like, oh boy, something's going to happen here. Now, I don't remember this far back. Did they spoiler 
spoil Prime's death in the trailers or no? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. okay I'm, just, I'm just trying to remember now. You saw this scene in the because I remember okay, seeing, okay. I remember okay. seeing him like drive, drive like kind of one of these scenes inside the cab. In the magical vanishing trailer, folks. That was never explained, by the way. <laughs> nope. And you, and you <laughs> never, like and you never got say. to see the. I think maybe one time we actually got to see the inside little doom buggy. Yeah, thing. you did. You saw it one time. Frank Welker and Peter Cullen, actually really good friends in real life, by the way. Oh, yeah. I actually got to see them both at the last Megacon I went to. It was, it was uh, great to so see them both together. Yeah, that was that was the one. So it was good. like a Thursday. There was like there wasn't much going on, and and uh, we, we took one of our friends, and and there's three of us there. Two of us, me and an, another person, were wanting to go, and he's like, "Who? I trans- no." And he got after he got done, he's like, "Man, I, thank you for bringing me to that one. That was great." Now, oh. where did this come from? Where, where did Megatron get a lightsaber? That's, that's, that's Star Wars. That's, that's where. What the hell? You never saw this in a series, but yeah. all of a sudden he has a lightsaber. Now, that like scene was in the trailer, too, where he like knocked yeah. him on his ass. This is actually probably a better fight in this animated movie than there was in a live action one. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you what, I was so mad, so freaking mad that they didn't put. He won this fight. Just, just yeah. to let everybody know, he won. I'm just so mad that they didn't put a Frank Welker in the movies. He he's uh, alive. They, I think they put him in later. I they, think they put, put him, him in the movie. video game. They Is put that him what I'm in, thinking? They put, yeah, they put his voice in the video game. So you really want the original feel, but with the new Transformers, look at the video game. But they used Hugo Weaving for some reason other than maybe to have a name. That's but, what it was. I mean, like, you, you ha- he had to go into an audition to be himself. Well, you, want, you want to hear something? You know who auditioned for the voice of Prime? Who's that? But Tom Hanks. Really? Can you imagine Tom Hanks doing this? No. Mm-mm. Exactly. No. Well, Peter Cullen was talking about it when he was when he was doing this that Peter that Prime is his is his brother. Yeah. His brother is a big barrel chested guy, and, and he's he's a he's a, you know ex military, so he's all I, about uh, you know. I love I love how they show how. Megatron's basically decaying right now. Yeah. You see the chipping away. Just rotting away. But yeah, no, he said that that was his brother because his, his prime was his major, you know, military soldier. So, and that's what his brother always was. So he used his brother's voice, a voice, a voice he used to pick on, you know, make, you know, when his brother would talk, he'd go, oh, and that's what he turned into a career. There's Astro Train, yes. Astro Train, which I remember as a toy was not quite as big as the other Decepticons. He was no. actually small. The one thing I didn't like about the Transformers toys, they were never size accurate. No, they were never. <laughs> Fren- <laughs> Frenzy picking up his gun. <laughs> I'm coming, boss. Come on, guys. Nice. Beat Megatron. That's right, folks. If you've ever played Angry Birds Transformers, this is Astro Train. This is where he comes from. Astro Train. 
Have you ever played that one? Yes, I have. Okay, see. Now, when this scene came out in the theater, nothing but silence. Right about now, one perceptor just turns his head. He knows. Dude, even in death, he's still inspirational. This death hit me so hard. I couldn't even look at my Optimus Prime toy when I got home. Yeah, because we basically have the same toy design, so. <laughs> it's just the truth. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe this is the first time we actually see what the Matrix actually looks like. We had never heard of a Matrix either. We've heard no, I think of, we did hear the heard of the Matrix. We just never saw it. No, no, not in the uh, not in the first two seasons. We we heard of the Maker, but never Matrix. And I always you know, thought Matrix, that he grew at that very moment, but it was just one of yeah, those. It was just one of those play of lights. I don't know. I think he did. I was just going to say something similar to that. Now, uh, when I saw uh, Peter, he was talking about how when he was reading the script, oh man, we're doing this movie, we're doing this movie. He, you know, thumb through and checked ahead, and he got to one point where he didn't see his, he didn't see Prime talking anymore. I didn't see Prime talking anymore. He's like, "What is? What's going on?" He didn't know about it until he was handed that script. Look at that. Yeah, that's how I was too. Well, why did why did he turn all rusty? Yeah, yeah. Why did he turn gray? <laughs> like, how come he got discolored? That's odd. Now, um. The writer, uh, Fred Friedman, or Ron Friedman, sorry about that. He was actually did not he, – he fought against this as well. He did not want him, Prime to die. There's actually another script out there. Uh, it was called The uh, the Secret of Cybertron. Only yes. a few people have actually seen it because they, they just put it away. They didn't. I believe – wasn't there the Decepticons taking over Autobot City on Earth and then Blaster? He becomes like a leader of like a guerrilla group to try to take it back? I didn't – I never read anything about it. I just know there was a script, but – So here we go. We're losing – Losing two, – uh, Two of the Jets, two – Insecticons, and there has always been a debate about, among the Transformer fans as to who turned into who when when Unicron comes around. 
because one one of them became the leader of the scourges. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the other one that's going to come up here. Scourge. Um, the sweet the, the sweeps, sweeps, right? Yeah, the yeah. Well, they were like they were debating which one. Like they thought Th- Thundercracker turned into one, but there was it's always been this debate because there wasn't a clear gotta, cut. Out of all the new designs, I kind of dug the sweeps. Like the way like they're they're sort of like almost spaceship type jets. Yes, yeah. And they had like their lead. I forgot their leader is. They'll they'll say it now, but he had like the cool goatee. I was like, oh look at that! A freaking Decepticon with a goatee. Well, it's got he's 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 the more evil version of a Decepticon. Oh, that's right. Because if you have a goatee, goatee or evil, evil. instant. Mirror, mirror. If you ever watch that episode of Star Trek. I love his theme, Unicrons. We haven't talked too much about the great, late great Orson Welles who voiced Unicron. Did you know that I believe five days after he finished his initial, well, his final recordings for Unicron, he passed away. And during his recordings, that apparently he had to get a voice modulator put on him like after post. Because his voice was so, like, you could tell that he was near the end. And they added these effects to his voice, which adds, to me, it adds a lot to the voice of Unicron. I mean, yeah. and later on, they had, I believe Clancy Brown voiced Unicron during Transformers Armada. Look that up. Yeah, I believe it was Clancy, actually. Because I think he was the only one that can come close to Orson Welles. And I believe the only reason he did it is because of his uh, one of his grandchildren was a was a big fan. <laughs> I love it. Just a you exaggerate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See, nobody ever has called out Megatron on his bullshit, but this guy does. So you're a liar. There is a, a Unicron transforming toy, by the way, out there. Yes, there is. Yes. That's one of the ones I've been eyeing for so many years, but I'm going to wait on that. And still was not the biggest transformer toy. No, you would think, you would no. think the planet would be you the would biggest think one. think a planet would be the biggest one, and nope. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I love that line. Me too. I proceed into oblivion. It's just. I'm going to borrow that line from now on. Proceed into oblivion. I do like how they just changed him up right here. It shows like yeah. the exoskeleton. That's kind of cool. And did what everything got done in the 80s. Just curved it off a little bit the, the, car, car, yeah, the, exactly. the cars were more curvy the, yeah, <laughs> the, exactly. the villains not so boxy He's basically still <laughs> megatron just curved That's yep. you're a scourge with that cool goatee yep cyclonus that's the one yeah but what, Armada, he only had one guy. 
And, <laughs> it's just, and all of a sudden, he had these ships. Hey, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, That's a little weird. How could he have his own armada? It was just one dude. Hey, it's it's a one man band, man. Come on, don't don't don't. don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> And here, sci-fi goes full circle. Spock himself is now voicing Galvatron. Leonard Nimoy. And went full circle. I mean, that's, that, that was great. And it doesn't even sound like Nimoy. I mean, I, I, to no, me, it, I, it, I know it, it is, but it still does not sound like him to me. I love this scene. Yeah, this one to me after watching what happened to uh, to Prime. This was a like a, a, a like okay, we got we got a little real revenge. Remember, I told you they sold that at Acme. They still have it. Over right there, mm-hmm. they actually have Not- two of them. If I had the money to waste, I would do it. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, it, it was pricey, but it's. It, it, that is, I was like you. I was like, it was one of those ones. So honestly, dude, if it was if it was cheap enough, yeah, I, would, I was going to pick it up. I would have bought it too, <laughs> because it's just something that some, you know, like a real true geek would buy. Yeah, like what is that? That star screen with the crown. Where's that from? Well, why does he have a crown? Yeah. I just love the fact that after all the years of them bitching at each other, that when he first sees star screen, he's like, "F it, I'm just going to shoot yeah. them dead." He doesn't even waste time. Yep. No arguing, no bitching. He's and the like, second time, so one of them turns gray. Yeah, they didn't, that's never really explained, by the way. They turn gray. Yeah, only, and those are the only two. He doesn't need a crown. He has one already. And i got to be honest. The design, once again, of the newer Transformers is kind of cool. I mean, say what you will about them. The design was cool. Everywhere he goes, he has a theme song, like every good uh, villain has, right? That's right. Now, his goal is to eat Cybertron, I guess, right? So Cybertron is the ultimate goal for Unicron. But when Megatron and all these guys were thrown out of the uh, Astro Train ship, did they float that far away from Cybertron? Because Cybertron was pretty close to Earth. So how far did they go when they floated I, away? It's you, you know how TV and movies. I know, are. They I don't, know. That, they don't that, give that, you. That's a, like, that's, 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 I know that that's a massive nitpick, but yeah, I don't think it was ever truly explained how far they were. I, and and in the original animated series, the first two seasons, Cybertron moved a lot. So I don't know where it really ended up. Because you don't, it, it's like oh, it's 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 across from Earth. Oh, it's across from the Moon. It's just like and it changes. It's yeah, it cha- always yeah. kind of struck. Yeah, there was never. Yeah, there was never a a point pinpoint of where it was. Like I said in in this show, because of the space bridge they built, it was brought to Earth. I couldn't tell you how many episodes. It was so weird that space bridge, and then ten years later, they just they're just flying. They're like there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you got to think, you know, I mean, when they left the, when they left Cybertron and, you know, they got the emergency signal and they were there, what, within minutes? Yeah. So it can't be that far away unless they have, like, super uber, you know, light speed or something. 
Now, this is a moon base, correct? Yes. That he was devoured. So they had to be pretty close to Earth. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> that was a big. There it is. Yep. That's the, why the movie was PG thirteen or PG. That, that and the uh, and the one, one um, the one Ultra Magnus does too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, don't be welching. Don't be. Don't be. I like how he's still he's still a little bit of Megatron. He's like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> I'm still my own guy. And he's like, nope. You know kind of how to remind him. Say, like, nope. Uh yeah, might be a good idea since you basically have no city. <laughs> And we'll also work on Unsolved Mysteries, too. <laughs> now, the design of these shuttles right here is just... I know I'm going to keep harping back on the new designs for Decepticons. And it's always been a, a thing with me. It's like when they ever made new designs of the Autobots or Decepticons, the Decepticons always had the cooler designs. And the Autobots basically had like, okay, let's do a slight upgrade here and there. Let's give them like a different color, maybe a different weapon. Well, like with this one, they, went, they did go more futuristic, at least looking more Cybertronian. Yeah, but, you know, but, but, but I'm saying for that's like for almost all the toys, especially the Autobots and the Decepticons. If you look at it, I think not until like the movies – where they actually were basically the same. Like when a Decepticon got a redesign, you had the sweeps, right? And when the Transform, like Autobots got a redesign, they basically got a new paint job and a slight curvage. There we go. Those, those airplanes look like U-boats, by the way. God, just not a big fan of Blur. Maybe every time I think of this guy's voice, I keep thinking of those uh, one of those mini Micronaut commercials. I, I believe it was the Micronauts toys. I think that's what it was. Hot Rod doing his best, you know, cowboy and I don't know why they have to force the Dinobots to get on the ship. They should just get on the ship anyway. There's my boy Cup. I don't know why they don't change back into robot form. Like, what's going on? Why are they still in dinosaur form? You would think by now, hey, you know what? We're on a ship. You know what? We're not at war with anybody currently. Let's go back into robot form. I don't know. I guess it explains their stupidity. What were you telling a story about Petra Rabbits? Yeah, pretty much. 
Man, they were going to leave RC. Got to hurry up. Mm-hmm. See? They're basically treating her just like any other character. Can you imagine this movie was made today and they killed that character? How much of a holy hell <laughs> people will bitch? I love the fact the one thing they didn't change was, was the design of the original ship. Because those ships were the same design that they had in the very first episode. With yeah, the crash, the, and I, you know, it took me a while to actually look at these ships and actually, oh, like, oh that's the original ship yeah. that they crashed in. Yeah, they just okay, like put exactly. a little red and blue on it and, you know... I like Cup as a character. That's what's kind of missing in the Michael Bay Transformers. A character like that who just told old war stories. You had, uh, was it Rawhide? That had the big beard? It was the one that um, uh, oh, John Jetfire. Goodman. That was, Jet, that was, that was Jetfire. Which no, 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 no. No, no, not that one. No, not that one. Uh, no, the original. Uh, it was, um, yeah, I think it was. <sighs> It was. Uh, You're talking about the one with the British accent. That was no, 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 no. It was. It was the Jeep. Um, it was Ron. Oh, ha- it was a uh, John Gold. Hound? It was John Goodman. John Goodman that did the Hound. voice. That was Hound. Hound. Yeah. Okay, Hound. Yeah, he kind of had that. He was that grizzly war vet like this one was, but not done as as well. Not done quite as well. Yeah. I mean, I liked that, that. I'm glad that it had John Goodman. You know, I, I will always be a, a huge John Goodman. Fan, I'm a but. huge dude. I'm a huge Goodman fan. Oh my god. To me, the Big Lebowski was his freaking Oscar. You should have won an Oscar for that movie. Well, yeah, so this is uh, Lionel J. Standers who does Cup. Uh, Passed away in 1994, actually. Yeah, no, he was. He was actually. He started off in the silent movies. Um, oddly enough, Men of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but no, he was. Uh, he had a very long and illustrious career because I kept. I kept thinking the voice reminded me more of. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, I'm just drawing a blank. Uh, he played uh, in uh, Airwolf. He was a uh, Stringfellow's co-pilot. Oh, uh, uh, ooh, Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, Ernest. Ernest Almost a voice sounds like a a gravelly Ernest. Yes, he does. Wow, I didn't notice that. Good pull, Mike. He does have that Ernest Borgnine type of... Yeah, you had Judd Nelson as Hot Rod and Rodimus. Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus. Hence the... uh, It's all mysteries. Yep. Who else big name did we have? Casey Kasem is cliff jumper for as long as he lasted. <laughs> yeah, not long. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Prime. And of course, I mean, well, I mean, you look at Welker's like list. Everybody you know is so, so big on on um, Peter, Colin, but you look Welker, at Welker, Welker is, is just big, act bigger. He he was Soundwave, Frenzy, Rumble. Um, who else did he do? I mean, he did, he has a, quite a few. 
and our favorite song, The Touch. Oh, I, th- I think I know where you're going with this. I think I know. Well, exactly I have two. I have two ways I'm going with this. One, do you well, know what the movie, the original song, the song was originally written for a movie? Yes, what, I do know. What movie was that? Cobra. Very good. Yes, good old Sylve- Sylvester Stallone. Good old uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And uh, wasn't Bridget Nielsen in that one too? Yeah, his girlfriend. His wife, uh, yeah, it was a girlfriend or wife. I can't remember if they ever got married. It was banging. That's it. And then, uh, what other movie was this in? Besides Bumblebee? Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than Bumblebee. What non-Transformer movie was this in? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say an episode of the Goldbergs. No. No. A movie. This was actually any movie. Oh, any, actually, any very big movie, actually, in fact. A big uh, movie? Yeah. In fact, a breaking breakout role for somebody that later became part of the Transformers uh, cinematic universe. I I I don't know. This was in Boogie Nights. Really? This, uh, more really? Yeah. yeah, I um, got the touch was actually there's a scene in Boogie Nights where Dirk Diggler decides that he he's gonna be a rock star, and he sings, the touch. And uh, of course, that was played by Mark Wahlberg, who eventually ended up in a Transformers movie. <laughs> That's right. Actually, in two of them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, not, look not that up. I about fell out of my chair when That's, I heard him see, singing. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. See? Look well, that. Asked Mike for me. <laughs> look that up on uh, YouTube, um, folks, and it's it's great. I mean, he's horrible, horrible at it. It's it's pitchy. It's out of key. It's but it's the touch, and I. I I just died when I saw that. Everybody's like, "What's so funny?" I'm like, "Have you never seen Transformers?" They're, no, never mind. Lost. You lost it. You know, I think of um. For some reason, I'm thinking about Stranger Things right now because I just finished watching season three. And it was heavily, you know, they had Back to the Future in the background because the movie's basically based in 1985. I'm just curious with, you know, if, you, if you've seen the ending of Stranger Seasons 3, you know, no spoilers, but the, the year, you know, is 1986 afterwards, of course. And I'm just curious if they would use this movie and song as a backdrop to season four, because it would, if you saw the way it ended, season three ended, it would kind of make sense. I could see that. I mean, it's. If it, have you seen it? No. The entire. I, okay. I, I will. I will admit, and I will get um, ripped on right now. I am not a Stranger Things fan at all. I've tried to watch what? it. I just. You're the one who told me about. I it. I told That's you about sad. it. I watched. I told you. I was like, hey, this is what I. And I watched. The, I, I and got. You I liked got, it. You no. said you dug it. I'm, no, no, not Stranger Things. I'm sorry, no. folks. We're gonna go off a little tangent. Yeah, sorry. Right no, no. Stranger Things. Anger at Stranger Things. No, I'm not angry. I just wasn't a fan of it. I. I'm, I'm glad everybody else likes it. I just. I don't. I'm, I didn't get into it at all. For the life of me, I can't understand why you don't like it. That movie should hit you at every level. It does. It doesn't. It, 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 see, it seems like crazy. it's they're it, they're trying to they're being nostalgic to be nostalgic like to force us to like it. And I'm I don't buy into that. I, I you, you know what? You have no heart. You have no heart. No soul. I'm sorry. I blame it on Transformers.
what watching watching my well, my childhood hero die. Yeah, that'll that'll just kill the heart. I guess so. <laughs> You know, at first when they went to the junk planet, I was like, what the hell is this? But um, it's kind of one of those things that they actually kind of grew on me. One of the biggest pain in the butt toys to transform. Yep. Rekar, oh. I, I, I broke it. I broke it. Like, I seriously broke it. I was pissed. I got it for, like, two days. I tried to transform it, and I broke the leg. I was fine. I just I, I just couldn't get back into the bike mode, and it worked properly. He always looked a little off or broken. And no, when I tried to, to – <laughs> that, that, that's how I was, I was transforming it back in, into bike mode, and that's how he broke. And then he had his one leg, and I tried to glue it on, and then I glued it on, and the, but he couldn't transform into the bike anymore. So it was just like – it's not even worth it just to keep him in robot mode. Yeah. I do think they got a little stiff on the Transformers toys on this run, because like with yes. Cup, with Cup it was just put his legs down, pull his arms out, and his head popped up. That was it, and it, and there was like no movement, no real true arm movement, really. And then in the, soon the introduction of one of the most annoying characters. Oh, agreed. I cannot stand these guys. Oh, not these guys. No, no. Somebody else here shortly. No, for me, it's these guys. Oh, you didn't like Sharktacons? I don't like the oh, I love the Sharktacons. I, thought they were I do not like them. They were just your mindless drones, you know? Exactly. More on the mindless. But where's he getting the Energon gum at? That's what I want to know. Well, maybe he stopped the <laughs> Energon 7-Eleven. They look like sticks of gum when he pulls them out, just glowing. I'm like, what's I don't know. Just C- C9 or C6. C4. <laughs> C- uh. Oh, God. There he is. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not a fan. Well, neither am I, but I thought the Shark Cons were worse. I don't know. To me, like, Shark Cons were just, like, like, like I said, just as mindless soldiers, you know, just like in G- you know, G.I. Joe, you just had the, the, the blue Cobra, and that's all he was. Just a. What about, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, do you know who the mindless ones are? Doctor Strange, the mindless oh, ones? Uh, no. You never watched the animated movie? No, I told you to. I'm, you're, you're the strange one, not me. Okay, the, oh, you're uh, talking the mindless ones are basically. Sorry, I like thought a, you said. I thought you said. Uh, I thought you said Doctor Who. Sorry, my bad. No, sorry, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yes, yes, the mind. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> By the way, I take a shot because Mike mentioned Doctor Who this time. Yes, it happens once in a while. That <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> ah, let me get that shot done. There you go. Good job, sir. What I love was the introduction of the Qu- the Quinticons. Qu- Qu- the Quintessons. Quintessons. Thank you. Quint- Great, right? The Quintessons. And uh, but it was their story that built later. I thought was great in the th- in the third season. Yes, there, yes. You know. They to me were the mo- one of the most fascinating characters. Yeah, they were they were okay here. There was kind of wishy washy, but what they grew into and what their stories oh, became were so. They, if they evolved so much into like, oh, I want to know more about them. Then you discover what they did, who they were, and w- 
I think they tried to have a version of the Quintessons in the new movie, but just didn't quite work. There was it was the Queen. I think in the, the last queen. movie she was Queen yeah. Quintessa or something like that. And I I I caught the hint. It was a hint of them, but not yeah. Well, kind of the same thing with with Unicron. They were hinting at Unicron with the horn sticking out, and they, they were yeah. definitely trying to trying to pick up their speed, you know, their 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 pieces of what they screwed up with on our I generation. Think, you know what it was? It was like you know what? It's basically in the era we're in now, like as opposed to the past, where you're like, oh, we don't want to make you know these guys in their comic book accurate outfits because they look silly. Now we're in an era where you could have a Mysterio and you could have that fishbowl helmet costume, and it's, it's okay. And they were like, oh, we don't want to do this. We don't want to go too cartoony. But the thing about it is you can. There's Slag, there's Swoop, there's Grimlock. What's the name of the other one? Oh, God. Yeah. Don't look it up. I'm not. I'm trying to remember. Ugh. (laughs) Punch me in the face. Oh, boy. Skirt? No. What's the skirt? No, what's the skirt? No, skirt is no, the Scourge is the, the Decepticon. I like how just Grimlock threw him down. He's like, screw you. But how does he get ready? You have metal. <laughs> well, well, the, the the ball was red, wasn't it? So maybe maybe that was no, it what... was not red. Oh, that's, that's an exaggeration with the animators. <laughs> You know how you like to tell me that the best characters are the ones that you barely see in the movie, but they have that ominous presence? Unicron is is this in this movie. Like, when he shows up, you know stuff is getting real. Yeah, well, like you said, he's, he's got his own, his own soundtrack. Exactly. The great Orson Welles, his final role. Yeah. It's crazy. Actually, it was because of this. I I actually delved into, like, learning about him once I had heard. Me too. Me as well. There are a lot of great movies that he did. And directed, too. Yeah. I think it was about this time I, I had discovered the um, locally here. They, they used to do the World Awards on um, Halloween. Really? Yeah, they used to play it on the radio here. You know, my mother lived through that. She told me about it. She said it was freaky that everybody was going nuts. Yeah, I was going to say, was she, was she up in Jersey at the time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I think that's where like it, it was primarily aired. I thought was or the the biggest. She. Yeah. New Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah.
Eh, kind of lame, but eh. Eh. it was it was it was a sign it of things was, yeah. to come for that character. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like okay. Now, were you a fan of the new gen series that came out after this? The season three? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I was. Yeah. I liked him. It took me a while to get used to Rodimus Prime. That was the, the big thing. Well, Prime lied to you. Dude, they murdered the hell out of Ultra oh, yeah. Magnus right there. <laughs> Just saying. For a kid's movie, there's a lot of death. Little dismemberment. Hey, it blew oh. up. Oh, yeah. Nothing. I like how he gets pissed off. It's <laughs> that little... There they are. Now, who's this dude right here? Is he like a lackey for the Quintessons? I guess a lieutenant or, or of some sort. But I have to agree with you. I I, I like the Quintessons. I like the, especially as a, as a ser- the new series went along, they had a lot. They delved more more in their backstory of what they were, who they were to the Transformers, yeah. and it made sense too. It wasn't like they were just a throwaway like a new Transformer. Oh, look at these guys with five different faces. No, they actually. Has some depth to them. I don't know how transforming into a car underwater helps, but hey, whatever. Butcher boat. I hate the Sharkacons. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I, I hate I just hate they look so goofy. Like, would you be threatened by those? I'd bite my I leg wouldn't. off, maybe. Now, how do you drive so fast underwater? Transforming cars. It's a cartoon. <laughs> Sorry. I, I myself get away. Sorry about that. Sorry. Nice. Rip his tail off. Start, start beating him with it. Nothing. Who's your daddy? You know, I guess as you're a little kid when you're watching this, the movie goes on a lot longer than it does. But this is actually a short movie, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, was it like about an hour and a half, I think? Yeah. <laughs> I like how the dino watch is coming. Well, whatever. What's up? The one thing I did dig about this movie is they actually made the Dinobots as powerful as they should be because they're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. And they're huge. All right. Like they never like they did delve into it like a little bit, but this movie like look, they're dinosaurs. They will crush things. 
Except the one thing they should crush. They let it right on their back. Yeah. Wheelie. I'm going to be embarrassed to tell you I actually had that toy. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers in failure. Man, there's a lot of them. Shit, I didn't notice them. Yeah. Now, who was the voice of uh, Rodimus Prime in the series? Do you recall? In the series? I don't yeah. know. I know it was Judd Nelson here, but I don't think he continued. No, he didn't. He was a one and done. Yeah. Like most of these guys. But in the series, it might have been just one of general voice actor. They, they find that just sounds like him, you know, just like the guy that they got to do uh, Tony Stark in, in the Avengers cartoon. He's pretty good. Well, yeah, he's not quite Robert Downey. He's, you, you hear the hints of it, but you, you can't. That, that's why I'm You hear really, hints of it, but it's, it's like, you know how some people say like the animated series will sometimes be better than a movie? Yeah. If you ever get a chance to watch Avengers Assemble, like they have, I think it's season two or three where they introduce Thanos, right? Yeah. The Thanos they introduce is such a douche that it makes you love the Thanos of the movie more. Because the Thanos of the movie is more, you know, he's well thought out. He's developed character. He's like, you can understand he have empathy for him, right? The Thanos and, and the cartoon is just a douche. Well, you- straight up douche. Like, he's like, my name is Thanos. And, I, and like, every <laughs> single time he has to introduce his name. Like, yeah. I don't care, dude. Just, I have the Infinity Gauntlet and I'm going to use the Mind Stone. Like, he became, he became the, the, the animated villain. Like, he villain. literally. Like, do you remember recalling the old uh, Amazing Spider-Man cartoon where they had the um, the Kingpin? Yeah, I'm going to get you, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, like yeah. in the big black guy voice, it's like they weren't characters; they were just caricatures of themselves. Like they basically were like literally trying to copy the the comic books. And this, well, I guess they you know, maybe I answered my own question. There you are, folks. Weird Al Yankovic, dare to be stupid. Stupid. Great song. Again, ch- check out YouTube. There is a, a version of him doing that live on stage. I've seen that. That's one of those concerts I yeah. Have to, uh, the also, speaking of YouTube, if you guys do get a chance, there is a band out there, and I, I'm trying to remember the name of them. I'll have to look them up here shortly. But they actually perform pretty much the soundtrack as these characters. They have a one of the singers is dressed as RC. You have a uh, I think it's Unicron playing drums. Um, I think the, one of the, the lead singers is Rodimus Prime, and they dress up in full cosplay getup, and it looks great. But they go around a lot of the cons, and they do this soundtrack, and they do some other songs as well. But primarily this soundtrack, and they are—I mean, it's amazing. If check that check that out online if you guys have never seen it. I'm sure if you're watching this movie, you guys have probably come across it at some point. How does Hot Rod know how to speak uh, Jungle Khan? No, that's the universal greeting that Cup taught him. 
Remember when, oh. they, when they ran into the, uh... Oh, so bad. You know what we have to do one day? We What's have that? to do a Bollywood movie. A Bollywood superhero movie. I was just thinking about that watching this scene right now. Bollywood. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a couple yeah. Bollywood superhero movies. Bollywood. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to think of which one would be good. There's... We could do Krish. Krish 1 or Krish 3. Or we could do Robot. I think Krish would be fun. What about the um what about that Russian Avengers movie that came out? That's a good one. We can watch that one. That was Sorry. pretty fun. Oh, that, yeah, that was, that was yeah, I, I actually yeah, that was really, yeah, really. it was a pretty good one. Oh, and that band is called the Cybertonic or sorry, Cybertronic Spree. So check them out if you can. Yeah, it's uh, they do like they do the touch, they do they do the immigrant song, but they do a lot of songs from from uh, this movie and it's and like I said they go in full garb. You've never seen the the, the videos for them? seen him in passing but i've never actually oh, okay. seen yeah you gotta yeah you gotta watch them yeah they're uh a couple of news feeds here and there yeah no yeah they're they're great you gotta watch my i keep keep wanting to catch them whenever the if they ever come down here for uh, any of the cons oh i hope Kill the grand poopa. That's a line that I use. <laughs> I actually remember picking up this uh, this adaptation comic book, <laughs> and that that scene was in there. Whenever I say "kill the grand poopa," people like if you know what that means, I'm like, oh my god, I'm buying you a shot. See, this is typical in Galvatron's character. He would he would do this. Look at this still showing that's still Megatron in him. Yep, you can't even use it though. Here we go. Oh, you fucked yeah, up. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I saw this, I was like, oh, because you didn't know nope. that he was going to transform nope. into, a, into a robot. But you you had inklings like, well, he's a freaking planet. So he doesn't yeah, really he's have talking, to do much. He's a planet, you know. But then you saw the, when I saw the fist, I'm like, oh, yeah. boy. That's kind of one of the, one of the things I did enjoy by season three of the Transformers was the ongoing thing of the, the floating head in the background. Yep, floating head in the, like, in the ghost of uh, Starscream. Yes. And Megatron's like, oh shit. Uh -oh. I fucked up. Uh -oh. 
Now, the original uh, design of Unicron in robot form was supposed to have a goatee and long hair. Really? Yeah. I, he I, like, the, I like the... Uh, do the, like the he, was going, he, he was going to pay homage to the 80s rockers. Nice. That was the... Uh, I think he sort of did in his own way. I mean, he's got the spike in his spike own arms. way. Yes, with the spike stuff. He's got the devil, devil, devil wings. I like the fact he didn't talk. Yeah, did yeah, not his, move. His mouth didn't move. It was just, just like again, this, this faceless entity. You know, it was just yeah. a mask, really, to him. The, the, the face you had. Breeze fire. There we go. They almost talk in like commercial form. The well, that's what they, the yeah, they, because yeah. that's how they learned to talk was uh, TV. They learned to, yeah. you know, from the, uh, fr- fr- from us polluting the airwaves around the world, around the universe. There you go. God, the soundtrack's so good. It's right there, man. Between the touch and dare, really, were like the two, the, the two theme songs. The touch got more of the mainstream, but the touch, uh, dare is yeah. right up there. It's like dare was for like the Autobots, like theme song, you know, to, for for just the, the the sub characters, not not for not for Rodimus. Here's a fun fact you probably didn't even know. The movie was supposed to play, take place 20 years of the original series, right? Unicron's original name was the Ingestor. He would have been a mysterious being control of Unicron's planet form. But the filmmakers decided to combine both of them. Which I think was a good call. I don't think Ingestor works as good as Unicron. There's one of the toys I own. I did own Galvatron for a while. See, I never I tra- had Galvatron. I had Galvatron. Then I traded them for somebody. I forgot. I had... Out of this line, I know I had Cup, Prime, Wheelie. I don't think I had... Oh, I had. A, I did have a Springer. I think he was my first triple changer. And then I had the uh, the one that was uh, the uh, jet in the tank. And I think I had one of the, the one of the scourges. What was your last one that you got before we discovered girls? Oh, uh, 
pro- uh, actually probably Prime, uh, Rodimus Prime and, and, and Hot Rod. Because you got to realize after this, this one kind of went away and then the Beast Wars kicked in and I was not a Beast Wars fan at all. Neither was I. You know how some people have told me that Beast Wars is underrated. It's a great series. I've watched like maybe three episodes of it. I think it sucks. It, the overarching storyline is great. Yes. It's just getting through the that, that computer animated look. and it, That look just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It just looks so... Like this looks more organic i think that's the way you know for me but that whole 3d thing i I, you know what it was i guess it was so new to me i was like it kind of threw me off and maybe i didn't give it a chance that it should have maybe i don't but i i I, I didn't like no it just it didn't work for me um yeah that anim the the computer generated animation i was like okay i've kind of already seen that before to me this was better to watch because it was brighter it was sharper Yeah. yeah No, I guess these robots are being devoured in Unicron's belly. Yeah, I guess that's his stomach or something. Yeah. Well, Dust, don't tell him to use the exosuit. Tell him how to use it. Yeah, tell him how to use it, man. What the fuck? You're going to die. I thought he said... I thought he said die. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job, Daniel. Yeah, but he only did half of it. What if the other half didn't close? Yeah. They'd be dead. He'd be turned into Two-Face then. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would go off through Daniel. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they sell a figure out there with Galvatron with the Matrix uh, necklace on him. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think I've, I've seen, seen it, before. or it was something something somebody made. I don't know which one. Yeah, it, I don't think I'd it, seen it, it might be just like you know a fan, fan made or something. But I, I've seen it. Because if you ever, uh, if, you know, if you remember going into, when you go into Acme, you have um, you've got the Transformers line, but there's a custom Transformers line that somebody yes. made custom. You know. So I might might be in the, in that one in that kind of line. The, the custom Transformers line is amazing. Yeah. Well, when a new top toy line I see it created, that's why. There we go. That's right, folks. Goosebumps right there. Yeah, he did, and he did grow, by the way. In this one, he grew, but I meant when he first picked it up after Prime died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. thought, well, I used to think that he grew, but I, later on I realized oh, it was just like a play on my mind that I, you know, thought he did, but. You just dropped it. You shouldn't be prime anymore. Yeah, man. You shouldn't shouldn't even be a prime right now. You can pick it up, but you can't hold it. You don't deserve it. Out.
That's right. And every every teenage boy and teenage girl that watched this, were Transformer fans just lost our ever loving minds at this point. It was so, that's just so much fun watching this again. I think it's been a few years since I've seen it, but this is really fun. So automatically, when you become a prime, I guess you get a trailer in the back of you. Well, yeah, that's it's a given. Okay. It's like when you're a captain, you have to wear a hat. You and your prime, you get a trailer. Just no. <laughs> I appreciate you explaining that that way. It makes it easier. Yeah, it's one of those things. You just. You're the one that ripped your leg off, dude. That's that's all on you, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's on you, dude. Like, <laughs> I believe they had an episode in season. No, let me hear this first. We'll talk. See, Jazz survived. There we go. Yeah, no, Jazz was part of the ones that survived because he was he was with uh, on the one of the moon planets. Him and Cliff Jumper, I think. There's that head. Which for some reason orbits around Cybertron, which I could never understand why. Well, it became the new moon. I mean, after you know he destroyed the other moons, he, he became a new moon. And it's, you know. You, I guess. Just, you, you, you're, you break, you're in orbit now because of the, the gravitational pull. Don't, don't make me go all freaking Bill Nye on you right now, all right? <laughs> Listen, I, I've, I've had half a bottle of wine. Go, don't make me do that. <laughs> oh, look it. If you want to go Bill Nye, you can't. I'm just saying it's just like how convenient that it was that he just starts orbiting all around Cybertron. Well, that's how, that's how, uh, that's how uh, orbiting works, you know? If it's in there, it's stuck in the pole, the, the, the gravity of it, and it just starts orbiting. And then we wouldn't have had those great, great episodes that they had later on, so... They, I believe they had an episode before I was cut off by the ending um, where they tried to attach Unicron's head onto Cybertron. That was him. That was the ghost of Starscream, and that was that Starscream um, – Unicron was helping Starscream reacquire a body and return – Starscream was going to reattach or attach his, uh, his head to Cybertron. So, yes, you are right. Um, it falls under the same one. It's a uh, season three, like you know. I keep I keep hating on season three, but there's a lot of episodes yet. I rem- really great. I remember. Yeah, I mean, because you have you, you actually have sort of it was this the the sort of beginning of as season season three was ending. It was the one that was started up with to to lead into Beast Wars because you had the, them leaving 
Cyber, Cybertron at one point because of, of the piece. Um, what episode was the return of Optimus Prime, though? That was towards the end. There was two episodes, and it was the one where... The spores. The spores had spores, invaded. Yeah. There was actually two episodes where he came back. Uh, well, the, the first one, he was like a zombie or something. Yeah. They found him on a ship. Well, that was because of the... the, um, the, the that was the spores part, that they found him on a ship. The people... Um, the the guys that for like were working on the spores because I guess the guy's wife died because of the the, the Cybertronian wars, and so him and his daughter were scientists and they they that's what they did they put Primus' body into this ship and and they found him and that's when the one you were talking about where where uh, Rodimus uh, gives back the uh, Matrix, uh, and then there was another one where the Quintessons uh, did something with him too. They rebuilt them. Yeah, there was a, yeah, there were two times that he came back. I, like I said, the spore one was the well, one you were thinking of. I believe the first time he was a zombie, and they had to eventually like turn him off and put him back into the ship. And, right. and then like the second one was where he was in the ship. Right. They found him floating. The scientists brought him back, and then he was just dead. And like the, the whole uh, the two it was a two part. You're right. Yep. They were, like carried him around, and eventually one of the Quintessons found him and revived him. And then he came back because of the spores. I believe that's it. Yeah, and then I they, have a they turned around yeah. and he he like sacrificed himself in, in that ship. So it, yes, 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 yeah, that's what it was. And then the, the touch played at the end of that episode, which was supposed to be the ending. Like he became the leader again. You know, that's that's the one we should do next time for Transformers. We should have that two part episode <laughs> where Prime actually comes back. So. So there we are, folks. Transformers, the movie. And again, you, you watch this and you look at what the fuck were they thinking on the Transformers movie. They, you had a – and I'm not saying go go blow for blow on the movie, but you had a better script, a more – a better time to outscript. There was a good pacing to it, a good storyline in the background, good characters that were already established, and you could have easily have done that. With a live action movie, just taking those characters and you didn't have to change them. You didn't have to to put weird accents on their voices or make them something they weren't. You know, don't make them a different looking vehicle. They were a vehicle that way. There are certain iconic things you don't change. Okay, I did um, like Bumblebee as the Mustang though. Bumblebee as the Mustang was kind of cool. That was okay. That was passable. That it was, was okay. passable because he's got to keep up with everybody, and it's kind of hard to believe that yeah, you know, a Bumblebee is going to keep up with you know, you know, a Range Rover and a, and a semi. Yeah, and I, and I get the other ones, but Prime don't. There's no reason to make him a semi. That the uh, the the bigger the, the Peterbilt semis. He that flat nose semi is what yeah, that, he was a flat nose. That's what he was. That's like changing the A team van. You know, they, when they redid the movie, guess what? You had the van in there. Yeah, just, and it was exactly <laughs> the same. It was they didn't change anything. Same color, same outlines, same, same everything. And I love at the end of this, folks. There is that characters and events of this motion picture are fictional. Have or no relation to. Yeah, it. they had right. to still put this in an that, animated movie. <laughs> I wish I would have read that when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're not real, man? What do you mean? I was traumatized, man. When I read this, no post credit scene. No, no, wait. <laughs> So, I think if there was a post-credit scene for this movie, I would have had a heart attack. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, this one, this movie did for those of you that are out there uh, upgrading your library. This one did come out uh, in Blu-ray uh, two years ago, I want to say. I think it was, and there was a, oh, yeah. I think there was a lot of additions to the 
to like the making of on this. So definitely check that out. It was one yeah, of there's the, a lot of behind the scenes stuff to it. It's yeah. actually pretty good. I've actually seen it. Yeah. Have you? Okay. I was one of the ones I wanted to check out, but I, I didn't get a chance to check out. It's pretty good, actually. I actually seen it on one of my, uh, you know, unable to sleep nights and just threw it on YouTube and there it was. Very so, cool. Yeah. It's definitely worth, worth watching. So, yeah. So, so if you guys are, are wanting to maybe re-venture out into the Star Wars or Star Wars, what am I thinking? Star Wars, sorry. Uh, into the Blasphemy. Transformers world, season one, season two, this movie, then season three. And that'll get you. That'll get you caught up to Gen One, G One. Which I gotta say, I, I've been hating on season three for a long time. But yet during during this watch along, I've mentioned a lot of episodes yeah, of season three. A lot three, of them, and yeah, they just they which they continue. I guess it kind of, it kind of grew on me. I don't know. I mean, just, there wasn't so much of the Decepticons, Autobots, because that that war that that battle had ended. Um, there, there was, you know, the Decepticons became more kind of like guerrilla tactic kind of people. Uh, your main villains, I think, primarily were the Quintessons um, and the Ghost of Starscream. Uh, you know, just there was little things. And then, of course, probably the biggest one was, was Rodimus dealing with the fact of him being in charge, but not the being prime. in charge. Yeah, prime, but be, yeah. being a prime, but not being the prime in war, but being a prime in peace. And, and he was bored. That was one of his, you know, comments he made. You know that I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a peacetime prime, and and he's surrounded by warriors, and they're even getting a little antsy. You know, there's, I, I think there's one, I think one of the very first episodes of that season where they're at some coronation, and you know, him and Cup and and Ultra Magnus are just kind of there, like, uh, okay, we're here, yay, hi. I just remember there's an episode, I believe it's the same, I believe it's the same Spore episode what we've been talking about, where he goes inside the Matrix and he journeys and he sees all the different Autobot leaders to find solutions. And throughout the entire season three, he's always going into the Matrix asking for advice. Hey, what should I do about this? Which I thought was fascinating because I I never, like, Optimus never did that. He was always so, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do. He's so firm about it. But he was so on. Was there more? No, I think there was one episode the Prime did that. Optimus did that, um, where he went to go visit. Uh, who was it? The Prime before him. Who was a good question? Shoot. I know, he, I know he he's got a goatee. He almost looked like one of the scourges. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Oh, but there was one episode where he did go back, and also where we learned about about Prime's origin and Megatron's origin. Um. And that, but that one, I think that was the only time I saw him venture, and he didn't even venture into the Matrix because, like I said, they never mentioned the Matrix really. He no, was just going into like his psyche, so to speak. And I, you kind of put it that way. But if you ever watched, have you, if you've ever watched the Avatar, they they take kind of that idea of delving into your history and you meeting, meeting the former primes. But in the Avatar, they he goes back in time and he meets the former avatars. So very similar concept was taking place in that. In that really, yeah. I have to start watching the Avatar again. Damn. Okay. Nice. I haven't seen Avatar in a while. That's why I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, there you cut. Yeah, kind of, kind of hints at some similar things here. So, folks, that was our Transformers. Well, we've been waiting to do that. Uh, I'm so Long happy. Time. Yeah, it's been a while actually. We waited to actually. I think when we were talking about watch alongs, this is one of the first ones we were actually talking about doing, and uh, I'm just glad we got to eventually doing it. So yes, fun. Yes. So, what we're gonna do next? Uh, we are gonna put out a. Uh, one more poll this time. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do a do a put a couple more polls out there, and then what we'll do we'll do a couple polls, then we'll go back to something that you know if if nothing we really you know was picked in there, we're gonna go back to something that we really wanna wanna do. So we'll do 
couple polls, then back to regular. Yeah, we'll do two polls and then back to what we like. So, so that one will be forthcoming this week. It's always fun doing these with you, by the way. Just a uh, little FYI. You know, I have fun doing them, and hopefully you guys have fun listening to when we do it. You know, critiquing and just talking about backstories and just, you know, shooting the shit, basically. Like, me and the captain have always said we wanted to do with this podcast is just, you know, basically just two dudes hanging out. And, you know, hopefully when you listen, you have a nice little earful, get some popcorn, and hopefully you're entertained. Get some Hero Asylums for your ear hole, basically. Yes, Hero Asylum, your ear hole. So, but yeah, so we will have that. Um, And actually, this will be released this week, so... Uh, we will the next podcast for the regular Heroes Asylum podcast will be for the San Diego Comic Con. So that's gonna be that's gonna be whew. that may be our, I, that I, may be a giant episode for you guys. The <laughs> next two weeks, the next two weeks are gonna be basically the Super Bowl for the Heroes Asylum yeah. because there's gonna be a lot of stuff to you know basically digest and predict, and then there's gonna be the aftermath. It's almost like when you watch an Avengers Infinity War, like you watched it and like, oh my God, and now the aftermath of that. So basically the next two weeks are just going to be a, just, just a lot of stuff to, you know, theories, what do we think is going to happen, what's going to happen, and then the aftermath of all that. So yeah, by the time you guys hear this, this uh, the we will already do, do our pre-San uh, Diego Comic-Con show. So the next one coming up after this will be the post the actual weekend so we're going to do it we're going to start it on sunday night right after they close up we're going to have our final final news and breaking news and we will also post and try to keep you guys informed throughout the weekend or in the week as things come up yeah, because a lot of things are going to come up during this week little tidbits here and there little hints so it's going to be a busy couple of weeks for the heroes asylum busy 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 very good, folks. So that is it for the Heroes Asylum Midnight Movie Review once again. Always like, excellent to do yes, it. Yes, yes. Like I said, this we are, will be doing more and more of these as the uh, as time goes on. Uh, like I said, we're trying to shoot about two two a month, and um, you know maybe maybe a few more depending on the on how long the month is and how uh, busy the rest of the world is in our uh, in the comic books. So. Make sure you guys check us out on HeroesAsylum.com where you'll find all of our links. Pages are separated to our regular podcast and Heroes Asylum Midnight Movie Review, as well as future podcasts coming down the road. There are a few right. in the works. Future stuff. You got some so, stuff in the works, don't you? Um, you, you do too. So you, we, yeah, have a few, yeah. we have a few special yeah, podcasts coming up. Um, little stuff coming. There's some all right. stuff, little can you give you any of some of the listeners a little, little, little nugget? What's coming? Yeah, we've, we're working on two separate uh, extensions on the podcast. We will be doing another movie watch long series specifically for the rise of Skywalker. So building up to star Wars. So we wanting to get a few of those into the can first before we start releasing them. Hopefully a few guests, it won't just be us. Cause it's one thing we want to do. We want to definitely have more people on here. More inmates are coming. Yes. Just saying. Yes. And They're then uh, there are a few more, uh, I know Kane's working on one, and I'm working on a second one. So the network is growing in small strides. Yep, it is growing because uh, me and Mike want it to grow, and it's because you guys listen and you share. And for the people who do listen and share, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Everything that you do. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes Asylum. Uh, look us up. Facebook is the main area of communication, as always. You know, just 
it's an open forum. It's like basically, you know, whatever you want to talk about, throw it out there, throw a post out there, share something, you know, we're, our ears are always open to the ground. So we are open to listen to any new ideas and any new concepts. So just please just drop it on the Facebook page and we will, well, we'll share it and we'll talk to you guys. Very good. Mike. All right, guys. Like we say every week, get to the asylum. <laughs>